shaved. Whenever I shave off, like, when I have the full beard, I always feel I look kind of like the Geico lizard. Like, my what? chin is so pointy. What? Just, I look like a Q-tip. And we're live. All right, that's a good note <laughs> to go in on. <laughs> I look like a Q-tip. I do, because, like, it's, it's like it's it's like it's so big up here and so tiny down here because I'm, I'm lacking the the extra space that I'm used to having. I think you look good shaved, to be honest. Probably better shaved than uh, with a beard. I like I like both looks. I definitely look older with the beard. Yeah, you do. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Haven't been on camera in a bit. <laughs> yeah minutes so you're yeah, a streamer now i was uh, yeah professional streamer proud right. of you you're doing it buddy. Quitting, my quitting my job soon gonna I'm make so, it in this i'm business. so sorry <laughs> i'm so for sorry what? for well you'll see keep streaming that I, have to be a, that I have to be a streamer now yeah that you have to be exactly <laughs> yeah well i got all the sick moves yeah uh, we're talking about i was streaming celeste again before while well, i waited for everyone to show up and mm -hmm. I was playing one of the Celeste B-sides, and it was bloody difficult. Yep. Definitely a lot of swear words, so don't watch it in front of a kid. Damn it, that was my plan. To watch it in front of a kid. <laughs> one singular child. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend it. Probably shouldn't. But I beat it. I beat it. Yeah, Spoilers. You did. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. <laughs> You don't sound sick. Are you better? Yeah, I've been feeling pretty good the last like week, week and a half. Uh, I get my like test results back next week, so we'll see what's going on with everything. But I think I, I feel OK. Hopefully good. it's done. Hopefully that's in the past. I still have like the odd like rare cough and I'm in like the clearing my throat phase a lot. OK, well. Whatever, I guess <laughs> that's not so bad, all things considered. What's up with you guys? What's new? It's the worst weather ever today. Yeah, it's oh, yeah? very snowy today. Yeah, today was bad. Today was heard, I heard it was bad. close to like minus 30. Is that true? Yeah, it's about that cold minus 20, 30 range. Yeah, with the wind <coughs> chill. but more importantly, it was like the multiple feet of snow that like poured down within a 12 hour span and made conditions so dangerous that like I should have called into work because it was the worst morning I've ever had <laughs> getting. Yeah, to how work. many accidents did you end up seeing? Honestly, none, thankfully, but we were almost involved in like multiple just getting Ugh. there. It was bad. It was so bad. But yeah, no, they cleaned it up pretty decently. So I was able I left work early because I was just like I I can't be stuck in traffic all fucking night. I'm just going to go now. Everything was done that I needed to do. So. But yeah, they cleaned it up pretty good for the most part, as good as Calgary does anyway. Is there still I, snow on the forecast? I forget. I don't know. If there is, I'm just going to consider it the apocalypse because any more snow than we have now will probably kill everybody here. Uh, Google forecast says nothing for the rest of today and tomorrow. Okay, that's good. Uh, and I know it's not that bad because my mom just took a flight out of Calgary and it wasn't delayed or anything like that. So she's lucky then because multiple were. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 
she got lucky. Yeah, which no, is, that's really good. Which is which is really lucky because she had a connecting flight she had to get to, so that would have sucked. Do you know Next what time ish? Uh, two o'clock. Her okay, your guys's time. It was cleaned up by then. It was the morning that okay. was really bad. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Uh, looks like nothing in the forecast till Sunday morning. I'm not right. trying to brag. It's 24 here, and I've been wearing shorts all week. That is pretty much a brag. I'm not trying to brag. I can't help it if it comes across like that. I don't like 24 either. I don't like hot <clears throat> either. So somewhere in the middle, I'm good. Somewhere. Everyone down here, it's. I guess it's like unreason. Like it's weirdly hot for right now. It yeah. is February. Yeah. So I mean, I'm enjoying this kind of weather because <laughs> I like the heat. Mm-hmm. So bring on the sun. Sure. I saw Jumanji two last week. How it's was that? fine, good right? Things. <laughs> Yeah, like I would yeah. say it's it is just like a solid good yeah. movie. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. It's a good movie. I think Jack Black is the best in that movie. He I did a very good job. How did he like become a 16-year-old girl? How did he become a teenage girl? It's weird. Like <laughs> Yeah, he's he's very good. He's very good. Yeah. Uh uh some good genitalia humor involving him, uh which had me laughing, yep. I'll say. Um and then The Rock is just always likable. Yeah. In fact, I think just the whole cast of characters are are great, except for the fifth guy that they come across. I don't want to spoil, but they're <clears> like their fifth team member that they like collect in in Jumanji or whatever. I don't care for him at all. Um, yeah. He I mean, he was kind of supposed to be like the Robin Williams type character, right? The guy who got stuck, essentially. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. They didn't I, need him. I just like that actor, his character, I just whatever. But the yeah. other four, like they're all enjoyable to watch and good together. You know what? You know what I don't go get? And this is this is not even a spoiler for Jumanji. But at the end, they destroy the game like the, the physical game. Yeah, I, I thought you couldn't destroy Jumanji. And that's why people kept like cha- wrapping it in chains and like burying I, it. I think it was because you couldn't destroy it when it's in play. I don't think anyone ever tried when before starting the game. Or that can't be true because <clears throat> people, when it's out of play, were like burying it and shit because they knew of how deadly it was. I mean, also Jumanji, Jumanji was also a board game in the first movie. So, yeah, well, it's a it is a board game in this one and it literally just turns into a video game. They don't explain it's why. Tr- it's true. It does do that. It does like oh, okay. the weird like, like goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark thing where like. It pans away from the board game at the beginning. Then there's like a green flash of light and then there's a game like and then video it's, game there. And it's literally because yeah. the kid won't play with a board game because, you know, it's the 90s and who plays with board games anymore? It's so but they good. play with video games. Yeah. So Jumanji's like, well, I, I could be a video game. <laughs> Jumanji's like, hey, you know, <laughs> look over here. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you should have been able to destroy <clears throat> Jumanji or else. Otherwise, people would have done that. Yeah, I kind of agree. So with it makes you. no sense. But movie's totally fine, anyway. though. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. I also saw the first Paddington Bear movie because that second one is getting such amazing reviews. OK, and I will say Paddington Bear is delightful. There is some very well written humor in that movie. Great. Happy to hear it. I would recommend it if you're a fan of like of like some Wes Anderson style humor, British comedy. I think you'll enjoy uh, Paddington Bear. 
And I'm going to probably see that second one. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad you had a good week. That's good. In the chat, people are saying Jumanji 3 transforms into a Ness. I guess, wouldn't the next evolution be like it transforms into just a sport? <laughs> I guess so. Like, or no, or that, or like maybe a card game. Card no, game I like the idea great. of a sport. I like the idea of school okay. sending in like teams of students to like go win the Jumanji for like their yeah. school. This is, this is just turning into like the fourth episode where it's like a war and it's really dark. <laughs> World War Jumanji. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, Jumanji games. Uh, let's do a, let's do a podcast though. Okay, I guess so. Oh, actually, right before that, uh, Super Bowl happened, and you, you guys want to talk about the Super Bowl? Uh, it happened. There were sports. I heard you it was actually very close. Uh, but no, Eagles won by eight points. Okay. Okay. I didn't watch it. I uh, hate football. I can't stand it, so I don't care at all. Give me kind of any other sport and I'll watch so like if it's on I'll watch it. But like I can't stand football. I just find it so boring. I don't really care to watch like any sports. Although I I do like watching the Olympics. Yeah. The but well, that you're in, because you're that's luck, an event. Those are, yeah. Aren't those starting tonight? Tomorrow I thought. No, it might be tonight. Is, oh, I thought. It might actually might be tonight cuz of the time difference. I have no idea. I've actually heard both tonight and tomorrow, so I really don't know. Mm. <clears throat> it's both and neither. With the Olympics, may- maybe. Anyway, uh, let's do the podcast. Okay. Uh, February eighth. Sean Booker's here. John Wee was here. Yo. Paul Fleck is here. Yeah. Hi. To talk about video games. Okay, uh, Paul. What have you been, What have you been playing? I want to talk about Celeste because we kind of started a little bit and it was kind of blue ballsy. Just like I want to chat more about Celeste, but we should obviously just save this for when we're doing the podcast. Yeah, I don't want to burn. Don't want to burn cast for sure. So when I popped in, you finished off the part I'm at, so I got spoiled on the end. But I don't care because it's a mechanics-driven thing, really. Except I do want to see where the story's going. So. Yeah, I do like the story. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, where to start with this? So for anybody who might not remember and might not know what Celeste is, think Super Meat Boy with an air dash that you only get one of that can be recharged by different like pickups and stuff, depending on what map you're on or whatever. And the ability to climb walls with like a little bit of a stamina gauge so that you can't just like climb walls forever to beat a level but it's one of those like masochistic platformers with spikes and things shooting around everywhere to make you move around the level in yeah, various a different twitch ways gaming a lot of twitch gaming every don't play this unless you're a real gamer yeah only only real gamers allowed true no uh fake gamers it no. d- <laughs> it's one of those noobs. things that uh any noobs up in this game every chapter introduces a new gimmick like to how to get around the level and stuff like that. And I kind of like that in this game where I gimmick that'll pwn noobs. Yeah. God, Sean, stop. I, I liked it. And I like it in this game because I think the air dash is really important for making those gimmicks like intriguing in a way that Meat Boy's gimmicks never were. Like I hate it every time they added a new gimmick in Meat Boy. Like the fans were terrible because they all inherently take away control of your character. And this 
these gimmicks kind of like enhance control of your character. Like, for example, I'll just give you the first one so we don't get into like weird spoiler stuff. The first level is all about like learning how things that have momentum or things that move fast can like give you momentum and kind of fling you around the stage. So there's a bunch of platforms that you grab onto or when you touch, they'll like move in a straight line. You'll see you see like the track of where they're going to go. And it teaches you like how to use momentum to get around the stage and like combine that with your dash and wall climbing and stuff like that. It helps you move around the level better where compared to Meat Boy, like I was saying, the fans make it so that like because you don't have an air dash or the ability to grab walls in that game, really like you can slide down them or whatever. They focused more on taking away good control from you and it made those levels harder kind of arbitrarily. There is I think it's chapter four. Four, yeah, it's four with the bouncy clouds. So this is the thing. It's and this, I hated those. Celeste does fall into this problem, but not in the same way that Meat Boy does. <laughs> they're like they're like the music note blocks from Mario, and I hate those too. Okay, I mean that's fair. I didn't find it too egregiously bad. Just kind of annoying in some spots. So take that for what it's worth, I guess. That stage looks really nice, though. With the sunset the whole time. Yeah. All stages look really nice in this game, I think. Yeah, the music's real good, too. John, you got to play this game. It's right up your alley. Uh, it's on my Switch. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll lead into a problem I'm having with the game. I don't think the Switch's D-pad is very good for diagonal shooting up in this it's game. It's OK. Just use the analog stick. Yeah, that's not going to happen because analog stick Which, is terrible. What for controller straight- are you using is the better question. The switch, like the switch joy cons or whatever. I'm playing oh, okay. mostly in handheld mode. That's fair. I was going to say, just use the pro controller. It's good. I don't have a pro controller. Oh, I actually just recommend the pro controller. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, w- I use the pro controller when it's docked, obviously, or sure. in handheld mode. Uh, but either way, I still use the analog stick. I hate analog stick for this type of stuff. I just can't do it. I, I get his logic behind that, yeah. I have heard, though, on the Switch version, there has been some issues with, like, diagonals, even with the Joy-Con. Like, in the... I'm not sorry, uh, even with the uh, Pro Controller. Like, apparently the Pro Controller is actually not great at detecting diagonal inputs. Great. That's awesome. Weird. That's literally the problem I'm having with the Joy-Con. <laughs> is it just in that game or, like, the system in general? I think when I was hearing about it, the <clears throat> sorry, well, I was, he- I was just hearing about this on the Bombcast, and they were talking about Celeste, but I think they were speaking more broadly. Okay. Uh, so. Okay. I don't know. If you if you haven't heard that before, they could just be mistaken for sure. So here, I thought I'd mention that. Here's the thing is that I think this game would play totally fine if you had it on PS4 or Xbox or PC or whatever with a controller that you're used to using. And a it's lot. on those it's on those systems. You, you no, don't have I know. to play it on the Switch. No, I know. That's why I'm saying, like, I think if you played it on those, you'd probably be fine. You'd probably even be fine. Like, I'm fine with the Switch D-pad as well. But there are times where I feel like I didn't get a diagonal dash across because I don't like how the D-pad is. So it's just a minor gripe. Okay. But I think it's worth talking about. Sure. Yeah. I mean... I do think this, the Joy-Cons D-pad is, I would argue it's not a D-pad. 
yeah as opposed to four separate no. buttons no totally that's where the problem is and yeah little things like that can make a difference in this type of like twitchy platformer so sure. i'm surprised you don't have a pro controller really because i find them expensive and i don't use my switch in dock mode as much as yeah you can uh they're on sale right now on amazon uk i ordered one or two so they were like, okay. like, like get... they were like a significant portion off what's, what's the, the thing because i usually <laughs> i've usually seen them at most for about 10 bucks off you can find them uh what is their usual price i think they're like they're like 90 canadian i think is it 90 i'm trying to i'm gonna look it up in american real quick it's like at it's minimum eighty Canadian, and that's frankly yeah. too much for I think, a controller. I think for ours me. is seven. They are definitely overpriced. I will confirm that, but mm-hmm. um, I think depending on the price, they were like twenty to thirty bucks off. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, and it was the special one, so it was like the Xenoblade one and the Splatoon one. <clears throat> okay, I think both of those look bad. Yes, I mean, but if they're way cheaper, then I don't care. Yeah, mm, that's where we that's where I would disagree with you. Uh, I can only find the Splatoon one for eighty three dollars on Amazon, but that can't be right. Let me check out New Egg. He did say Amazon UK or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how much they are in American. Oh, uh, OK, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, oh, they are typically. Oh, well, right now they're nine percent off. So you can get one for sixty four dollars on New Egg. No, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, that's not uh, usually I've seen them at most around. Uh, so I guess I think the standard price is 70 and then I've seen them for like 60. Usually I got mine for 60. You can usually find one for about 10 bucks off. Um, but yeah, that is still too much. See, this is the thing is that if I was using this as like my version of like a PlayStation or Xbox where it was mostly docked, it would be fine. But the switch is very much my handheld, like played on the go thing. So kind of doesn't make sense for me to be hauling around a controller with it it's funny because i'm in i'm in the same boat but i just really like not having to take the joy cons on and off and putting them in the little holder yeah but i don't do that i don't take them Well, even just taking them on and off i just like being able to just put it down pick up this other controller ready to go i don't have to like finicky with the buttons or anything slide them in and out okay that's my that's why i like it i mean that yeah the convenience i guess that convenience isn't worth eighty dollars to me just straight sure. up <laughs> agreed <laughs> yeah but anyways going back to celeste uh two-man team right noel and uh matt i think yeah, i don't know how the, many people the tower fall devs yeah yeah extraordinarily good game and uh oh yeah it's I, very fun i think the surprise is like it's not surprising that matt thorson knows how to do good sprite-based controlling because towerfall exists like exactly yeah yeah but like the fact that there's kind of a compelling story and narrative going on in there super like i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure every chapter also like deals with anxiety stress depression like different sort of like mental illnesses because the i don't know if it's like stage five is the depression no 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 but like the analogs to like there's something going really wrong in like your mind or something and the way the yeah there's definitely like an emotional stability the way that the levels represent that like there's a level later on where a bunch of it's kind of like a big hotel and normally it would be like 
kind of empty-ish, right? Because it's a hotel, but it's full of, like, this dude's worries and anxiety, and that's kind of what's, like, making the spikes, essentially. So, like, and there's, like, a bunch of clutter and shit everywhere. It's it's hard to explain, but it just, I really like how it feels like there is reasoning to, like, how the levels are designed, and they're designed well as well. Like, it's super cool. It's a really good game. I'm... It's kind of a game of the year contender already for me as well. This has been a great month, yeah. so. I just love how much like the exploration there is to it and like searching for the strawberries and like going back to stages and trying to, you know, say, hey, can I go through a wall up there? I'm going to try and like, you know, break this little level yeah. a bit. A lot of secrets in there, like the computer, yeah. the computer stuff was really cool. I haven't found that yet. I don't oh, know where that is, dude. <laughs> I know about it, though. OK. Yeah. Okay, that stuff. Yeah, that's just like a throwaway thing that you might not find. And I ended up spending hours in it like that's just something you could totally pass if you're not looking around. That's a cool thing. I like that the strawberries are just there for something to do to test yourself and they don't actually count towards anything. Yep. Well, I just like stuff like that. I also like that this game finally takes advantage of switches being able to make video clips so I can keep throwing random shit on Twitter. Really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you do that? Is that is that the you left just... Joy-Con button? It's the... You just, yeah, you hold it down for like two seconds or something like that, and it yeah. takes the last 30 oh, okay. seconds. Yeah. Okay, I knew that was screenshots. I wasn't sure about the videos. Yeah, you just hold it down for like a second more than you normally would, basically. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Really cool I game. I will say right now, the... Uh, there's a sale on the eShop at Golf Stories on sale. I picked that up this morning. Yeah. It's like 20% off. So Bleed is on sale say, too, and I might pick that up again because I'm a sucker. Isn't Bleed 2 coming out or something? Well, Bleed 2 is oh. already out on Steam, so but like it wouldn't surprise me if it's coming to Switch. Yeah, that would make okay. sense. Yeah. People should pick up Celeste. If you like games like The End is Nice, Super Meat Boy, Dust Force, any of those. This is your type of game, just straight up. You should get it. It's good. It's real good. Been playing anything else? Yeah, Monster Hunter World. I'm 80 hours in. I broke my Hunter rank up to 38 now, and next step is Hunter rank 50. I'm in Endgame. I'm done the story. Nice. Yep. Still playing, going hard? Yeah, every night for about five to six hours. Wow, all right. That's dedication. Yeah. No, it's just fun. Just playing with friends and hanging out That's and good. doing stuff. Yeah. That's dedication That's... to fun. <laughs> yeah. Don't take this away from me, be, Paul. It's a lot of work to be dedicated to fun. So especially when you're as bitter as I am. <laughs> but yeah, people, if I mean, people that have ever been curious about Monster Hunter should check this one out. I can't stress it enough. There's a reason why it's not called Monster Hunter 5 or 6 or whatever they were the next numbered series was was up for debate because generations doesn't really count as a numbered, but like this is a whole new start. This is like the thing. If you wanted to get on board, you should do it. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah, that's cool. it. All right, John. All right. Um, I played this game that came up on a switch recently, but apparently it's been out on steam for a while. The lat or the next Penelope race to Odysseus. Yes. Okay. No idea what this is. I think you and I were chatting about this a little bit at some point. Yeah, I ended up picking it up, and then we ended up playing it on stream and beating it. 
Oh, uh, it's cool. basically Micro Machines meets F Zero meets a shmup. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's it, so like uh, it's a racing game, top down racer where uh, tapping left and right on the on the D pad will turn you left or right. You don't need to uh, accelerate or anything. There's no brake. It's just automatic movements. You just need to worry about turns and stuff like that. Then you have what like the F Zero aspect where you get a bunch of weapons and abilities like after your first lap that you use your energy meter. So you have a boost, which can make you go super fast, but it obviously burns your health. And you have a bunch of weapons, which will make you go through it way faster. And I think one of my favorite mechanics is, uh, I think is it, I think it's just called teleport. You, The game freezes in place, and a cursor appears, and you just place the cursor where you want your vehicle to be next. And then you can just use that to skip like entire like turns and stuff like that, or get into like hidden paths on the track. But the longer you take to do that, the more energy it burns. So it was actually like a bunch of really cool like mini puzzle solving things. There's like attacks for fighting the other enemies. There's mines you can drop where if the AI hits it, you just get your energy back. Stuff like that. It was surprisingly good. Uh, hmm. The boss the boss fights in the game were a little rough because, again, you can't stop moving. And you're basically in an arena where you're just like you have to keep looping around nonstop because you can't stop moving. Right. Uh and at the very I like end, the art style. And at the very end, it literally just turns into a shmup. Like the final couple of bosses are shmups, uh, but okay. you still have the energy. You still have the energy limit, which is the real problem. But uh, I don't know. It was kind of cool. And then when you beat the game, it unlocks a bunch of extra modes. Uh, we didn't get to do that on stream because um, Shaw decided to take an outage during my stream. That was great. great. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Looks like this came out at the end of last year, and it's actually on sale right now. Yeah, on on Steam or on Switch that it's on sale. I'm looking on the Switch one. Okay, on Steam it came out like three years ago. Yeah, okay. it's on sale. Oh, it's yeah, it's a little under twenty percent off. Oh, okay, nice, cool. It's kind of a neat thing, so I kind of liked it. I'd pr- I'd probably recommend it, especially if it's on sale. Yeah. Yep. Uh, otherwise, I started playing the story mode of Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay, I've been playing some Dragon Ball Fighters. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> That story mode's bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, how how far are you? Uh, two thirds through the second story arc. Okay, so you're actually basically where I am, if not a little bit further, maybe. Yeah, it's it. I was hoping after that first arc, it would it maybe gets better, mm. but it doesn't. Yeah, uh, it's just it's boring and it's just padding. Yep. And yep. At least the fights are getting like difficult. Yeah, now. like I'm actually starting to lose party members now. Yeah, for sure. Like the, once they started like switching, like using assist moves, I was like, oh, OK, they're like serious here. And yeah, I actually am like losing one or two fighters in the, in a match. But like it's just so boring otherwise. But the worst part is it's yeah. the best way to earn money if you want to unlock more capsule stuff. Because you I don't, but I kind of just want to well, finish the story. Well, then you don't have to worry about it then. But like it you get like the the money boosters are actually pretty decent so like it eventually turns into a point where it just per fight you're getting like a capsule worth of money okay and then eventually if so apparently if you beat all three story arcs you unlock hard mode of all three oh god if you're willing to put yourself through that but like then it also like ups like the multipliers and everything too like they shoot up like another 30 percent so you're getting like no, a stupid amount of money, but you're no, also you. playing super boring stuff. This, I mean, I guess if, if you're planning to just like train, yeah, you know, just like get better. But at even it, you might then, as well I feel that. like even then, I feel like you're better off just playing casual matches to learn because it's boring. 
Like the entire first arc, you just randomly get like tutorials. Yeah, they stop. Well, those stop in the second arc. Yes, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. But still, it's just like, and here's the thing, like the story's fine. I'm enjoying the story, but like there's just so much padding to get to the story. Yeah, it'll be like, hey, 16, go fight these people. And then you have to walk your way across this board twice before you fight 16. Yeah. Yeah, it. It's not good, uh, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's how I'm like figuring out which characters I like. Do you have a group of three yet? Either of you guys? Uh, yeah, I, I'm still changing mine a little bit. Like I still have a couple characters to try out. Current team is Super Saiyan Goku, Super Saiyan Vegeta and Cell. OK, mine's basically that. But instead of Cell, it's Frieza. OK, um, again, I'm there's no way I'm not going to put Trunks in there. He's just not in the story, so I haven't played him. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping he pops up at some point so I can like practice. I, with I believe him. from what I've heard, he just straight up is not in the story. Great. There's a couple nice. of characters that are just straight up not in there and Trunks is one of them. Yeah, I'm assuming a few of like the super characters for sure are not going to be in there really. But. I do want to try out like Hit and Trunks and see what they're all about. Hit, I, I Hit. understand Hit's like real different. Yeah, Hit's really complicated, but like if you can figure out how to use him correctly, he's excellent. Oh, actually, no, that's not like group of three because Yamcha has to be in there. So it's I guess it's Goku, Vegeta and Yamcha. Because I really like Yamcha. That guy's so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like he just never stops attacking. It's great. Yeah, Yamcha was surprisingly fun to play. I was a little surprised on that one. I don't like yeah. Tien. I, I thought it was OK. I think it's just because like he some of it. I don't know if it was the moto was in or what, but like some of his supers just use health. And I was not a fan of that. Oh, do they? Yeah, I didn't know that weird but again that might have been like either story mode or whatever mode i was in at the time because i feel like now like some people were saying like yeah only his uh, level three does i'm like what are you talking about his level one does too really is that a thing in the anime because i don't remember that i do remember something about like tn using his most powerful moves uses his health like that's what kills him in the cell saga is he just goes all out with like a tri-beam or neo tri-beam and that's what kills him oh okay something like that hmm been a while since i've i've seen that so i don't know yeah wing wolf says trunks teen gohan hit blue uh blue goku oh yeah super saiyan blue but goku blue super saiyan blue vegeta goku black aren't in story uh blue goku and blue vegeta technically are in the story you just have to have earned enough money to make them appear which is oh. which is stupid okay because hmm. there's there's a bunch of those like little interactive cutscenes. Like that yeah. you have to unlock with the Super Saiyan God versions. Are you talking about like the link scenes? No, not the links. I mean, like the uh, you know, how like if you have a certain team, a cutscene plays before a fight. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple of those just for Super Saiyan God characters because those link ones are just boring. Yeah, I watched a couple of the like first or second ones with some people and I was like, I don't care about these at all, despite having a bunch of them unlocked. So, which is a bummer. I don't get, they like recorded all this voice acting for like Goku to tell me like, wow, you're like a good fighter. Let's keep fighting together. All right. All right. Thanks, Goku. <laughs> Game itself still good. Story mode sucks balls. That's my takeaway. Cool. And that's, that's pretty much it. Unless there's an want... arcade mode though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's probably where I'll play. Yeah. As trunks I'd, and get I'd recommend that. Other guys. I'd recommend that. That's way more interesting. I will finish the story mode, though, but it's just like I'll play a little bit each night and then it's like, OK, I know these matches are only taking, 
you know, less than five minutes. But like after three, it's like, God, this story, I don't care about fighting these clones anymore. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, that's otherwise that's all I've played unless you want to talk about Apocalypse starring Bruce Willis. Not really. Okay. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, do you have a team of three yet? I didn't hear your answer. I mean, I answered last week and I haven't played since, so. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. I guess it's the same. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The problem with Dragon Ball is it's not Monster Hunter. That's that's true. There's not enough. To, honestly, the problem is, is a, I don't have enough time in the day for everything I want to play. <laughs> right. I feel like we have a bit of a of a down period now, though. Nothing's coming out for a little bit. It's all like little things like uh, Shadow of the Colossus just came out. Uh, yep. Bayonetta 1 and 2 comes out in like a week. Next thing for like, me is Metal Gear Survive, weirdly enough. I'm totally oh, yeah, that's that. the end of the month. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and not just in my head, ponderingly. Trying to see what the next game I'm like interested in that's coming out. Yeah, I don't know. I think April has one or two. I can't remember, though. Yeah, that's a ways off April. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even. Oh, I, f- I did find out, um, uh, you know, Mercenaries Kings uh, Reloaded Edition just came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you got that in like PlayStation Plus years ago is or if you have that, it's just a free update. Nice. Cool. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I really like Mercenary Kings. I've been hearing some cool things about this Aegis Defenders game, which I guess came out today. Yeah, I was going to look into that this weekend, probably. Metroidvania, right? Is That's the one I'm yeah. thinking of. No, you're thinking of uh, Dodon something. Dodara? Yeah, Dodara. That's the one. That one's getting a lot of praise, and that's a Metroidvania. Unless they're both Metroidvanias. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's nothing really coming out for a bit that I I care for. That might so be. I got some time to catch up on stuff, which is good because I'm still playing uh, Assassin's Creed. That game's still good. Cool. I just got the ability where you can control your arrow after you shoot it. Uh, and you can just fly it around into people's heads. I heard that's like the best part because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it is. You can just yeah. you can just turn it like around a corner. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we, we already talked about everything I was playing. So let's go to some of this news. Um. Oh, I got a bit of info. Mario Kart Tour is going to be free to start. Sure. So they've done that before. That sim- makes sense. Probably. Yeah, it's probably similar to Mario Run, I guess. Yep. Uh, bigger news. Uh, you're finally going to be able to do something worthwhile with your my Nintendo coins Hooray. or gold points or whatever they're called, uh, including just like buying games. Yeah. Hooray. Should be good. If you this have a coming lot of in uh, March. Yeah. So I am wondering. So there was a report that uh, apparently the at least the European site listed what the conversion rate was going to be. And it basically worked out to something like one penny per gold. Yeah gold coin or something like that so you would need a lot of gold coins and those things expire after a year so you might not have as many gold coins as you think you're going to like i logged in and apparently i have like a thousand gold coins and by the time this actually rolls out it wouldn't be surprised that that was just shrunk down just because it's taken forever 
Yeah. I'm looking at this article. Apparently in Japan, the exchange rate is one gold point equals one yen. Yeah. Okay. Which Yeah, that would be one penny. Purchasing the digital version of a Switch 3DS or Wii U game nets 5% back in gold points. Yeah, and it's 1% back for physical, apparently. Hmm. That is, yes, that is true. Uh, this sounds dumb. I also heard of something that apparently after the May thing, the uh, exchange rate is changing or the March date. Like right now is not a good time to redeem your points or something like that. Yeah, it's a shame they didn't make that obvious earlier because I've redeemed a lot. <laughs> and it's, yeah, again, again that's for physical. Redeemed. So. So if I like downloaded like Celeste I, and I haven't manually redeemed something, I can redeem it later, I guess. You don't have to for digital. You don't have to do anything. It auto redeems. It auto. Okay, it's phys- physical. Great. You literally have to go click an option on the switch. Be like uh, earn gold coins. Okay, I think there's a few that I haven't redeemed, so I guess I'll wait till March and see if I have anything worth worth getting. But I mean, to buy a game, like, man, you would need hundreds of these, if not thousands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So this sucks. So it's basically just going to be a discount. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's better than nothing. I wasn't sure if it was like, if you, could, I wasn't sure if you could split it up like that. Otherwise, I'm sure they'll sell you plenty of like wallpapers for your switch. Hooray. Like they did for the 3DS over and over and over again. And still do. I wouldn't mind one (laughs) wallpaper for the switch. I feel like every day a new Pokemon wallpaper comes out for the 3DS. Yep. I think that's the rate. Yep. I actually kind of like that there aren't themes on the switch. I know they'll come eventually, but I just love how minimalist it is. Because like I said, like a lot of those 3DS ones, it just looks like a mess. Yeah. So, but I mean, whatever. I mean, you don't have to use it. True. Uh, Capcom Vancouver apparently got hit with a bunch of layoffs. And uh, during that, um, they said how they were currently working on a new IP and a new Dead Rising. Uh, both of the new IP has been canned. And that new Dead Rising is now be the scope is being cut dramatically. Makes sense. Which, which makes me wonder, though, what the hell were they going to be doing with the new Dead Rising if they need to cut the scope back? I don't know. I felt like after that last one, they needed to like really kind of mix things up a bit. They needed to bring co-op back. That was really half the fun. Um, I'm actually OK with the scope being cut down because I, I like uh, Case Zero a lot. And that was a small game. That's my favorite one. That might be my yeah, that might be my favorite one for that reason, um, actually. So, I mean, that maybe that'll work out in the end. I mean, it sucks that these people lost their jobs, obviously. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. The new game was supposed and it had not been greenlit yet, but it was envisioned as a third person action adventure game set in an alternate reality version of New York. So whatever that would have been. Yeah, that sounds original. Uh, the team is continuing to work hard to support the recent release of Puzzle Fighter for mobile and is dedicated to its flagship Dead Rising series. Sure. Did is, does this say how many people were laid off? Because it says 30 percent, I heard it says 50 people, 30 percent. OK, I had heard 50 this uh, around 50 says 30 percent. Yeah, around 50 people were laid off. Uh, it had around 250 employees. 
That's rough. So more, so more than 50. No, that's 20%. It says in the article around 50, so it's whatever. It's a ballpark, okay. but like, all right. All right. that's, yeah, that sucks. That's a hard yeah. city um, to, to not have a job in Jesus. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that rent. Yep. Uh, I will say I am not interested in another Dead Rising. That's just me. I could go for Dead Rising if they bring back if they bring back like the multiplayer and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, like, they, just as is, to. like you don't need like a dramatic shift. No, I like how it's like half goofy, half like serious. I like that weird, awkward balance it has. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm fine with that too. I just, I'm, I like we've had four of like the same game, or five if you count Case Zero. Yeah, but it's video games. That's uh, just what happens. <laughs> it's the same game. Uh, a couple small things. Subset Games has announced that Into the Breach is coming February 27th. Subset Games is the developers who did FTL. So this is their next game. Um, and it looks like a tactics uh, game. Yeah, it looks I hear cool. it's really good. Cool. I'm so interested. I'm looking forward to that. That comes at the end of the month. Yep. That's probably going to be my poll game. I'm probably going to put that up there. Okay. For the for the Patreon. Heads up. Sure. Teaser. Oh, yeah. uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris is coming to Steam February 27th. Hooray. Yep. Long yeah, overdue. Want that. But that's really good. And dope. this was weird. Uh, Toad's head is his actual head. Yeah. The, Why the, not? The, the Toad head truthers came out and revealed that it is not a hat. It's his actual head. Uh, I love that you put this under news. Hmm? It's pretty this good. This is news. You got to know. This is uh, who is this guy? Yoshiaki, Yoshiaki Koizumi. It's the producer for Odyssey. Producer for Odyssey. Uh, why was he making this video? Was it just about his head? No, it was a bunch of questions. And that was the first one they asked. Him. Oh. oh, OK. <laughs> Which I thought that was funny. Or no, it wasn't the first. It was like one of like because I know he got some weird All questions right. too. About, he also like, dodged a question of why does Mario have nipples but no belly button? Yeah. So I mean, the, that, that there's was still the first mysteries question. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like we need to know these answers. True. Hopefully they'll explain it in Mario Odyssey 2. Uh, but for now, we know you can't remove that top thing from Toad without killing him. It's fucking gross. <laughs> okay. I kind of just like the world needed like, to everything that came up on Twitter after that, like pictures of people had made or had found where Toad does take his head off. And you either see like a brain or it, it was a hat and you just see like some Homer Simpson hair. I don't know. I just that, I enjoyed that stuff. Let's go on to all of this news. Yeah. Questions. Oh, yeah, I know what you meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully everyone else knew that. Oh, wow. Um, TopDownRespective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. You can also do so at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and uh, John's P.O. Box. I'll read this first one. Oh, Lord, that's and, one question. It's, it's very long. <laughs> okay. Because uh, it oh, also has God. this week's trivia. Oh, right. So, okay. So buck, buckle up. Yeah. Um, they also have a little bit of a follow up from last week's trivia. Okay. But I'll, 
I'll just start. This is from Tea Party Cthulhu says, well, I must admit I embarrassed myself a bit last episode in more ways than one. As a pure maths major, I have to watch my words much more carefully than a lot of people in their everyday lives. But like most maths major, I tend to screw up a lot. When I asked if you thought the PS1 had the greatest library of games, I guess I had a different idea of greatest in mind. And duh, the PS1 doesn't have the best library. (laughs) Even I, with my unconditional love of the system, know that much. Thus, what I was trying to say, but failed to execute properly, was, do you think the PS1 had one of the most historically significant library of games? No, because the SNES... That's a very different question. Also, no. (laughs) I also still think no, no. <laughs> I think some yes, but mostly no. Also, by this question, I don't mean the console itself. Okay, wait, because what? I think that honor unequivocally goes to the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah, but just oh, the games. Okay. okay, I see. I yeah, I, I understand. I definitely think there's a case for it, given how many genres the system either essentially created: survival horror, vehicular combat, racing simulation. Are codified. It did not create 3D those. platformer, JRPG, stealth, Metroidvania. Okay. Yeah, like a lot of like mainstay genres came out of PlayStation era games, so I, I get what they mean. I do too. It, that it, he did word it way better this time. It makes sense now <laughs> what he meant. So good on you. Good on you. Uh, no, it is still not the most historically significant library. Yeah, I'd probably argue at that point the NES. Yeah, NES, SNES, like there was. Oh no, I was gonna. Sorry, I was. I would probably say SNES actually. Really? I'd say both. Yeah, both. I just. I feel like like Mario's impact on the SNES was so huge. I feel like so many genres kind of like started on the NES. That's why I'd say it. Otherwise, otherwise I'd be like uh, the the Atari. I'd say the Famicom. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like, but if, even though they had started, like they, I don't want to say perfected, but they were just so much more incredible on the SNES. Like I'm going to go back to world before anything, Mario one, two or three, for example. Really? There. I'd go back to three before world easily. Three is like the only one that maybe. Okay. But anyway, but that's just probably because I like world so much. This is, yeah. So what the brawler 56 in the chat saying is kind of where I'm sitting where NES is more historically significant because it started all this stuff, really. But the SNES is like the one I would go back to because it's when I think about like Metroid, I don't think about Metroid one or two. I think Super Metroid like the SNES has the versions of that stuff that is like significant to me, whether it be nostalgia or like refining that stuff that the the, the regular NES did. But like either way, I think it's kind of just like that era, right? Between those two, which was before the PlayStation and N64. So I still like disagree. Yeah, or like another example is like, hey, Assassin's Creed one, they started that franchise. They laid the foundation. But Assassin's Creed two is where they just hit it out of the park. Mm hmm. I think we all kind of agree. <laughs> like, I think sure. we're just. Yep. Being yeah, I think that's the real takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's uh the trivia. I'll try and. I won't participate because I, I kind of have the answers here. Oh, OK. I didn't read these this one, so I can participate. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and hopefully I have them in the right order. But anyway, OK, I hope you've got 
those dual shocks ready because this one is all about Sony. Oh shit. This past week, Sony gave us possible possibly the best news they have ever announced. They saw Microsoft's program that gave you access to all first-party Microsoft titles when they are released, Xbox Game Pass, and decided to stick it to them and give us the only Sony first-party <laughs> title that matters for PS Plus members, Knack. That said, Knack is definitely not sorry, is definitely not oh, the worst-rated Sony first-party title ever. Can you guess the other two that are rated lower than it on Metacritic? Also, uh, can you guess the top three highest rated SCE uh, Japan games, not counting Shadow of the Colossus on Damn PS4? No. Oh. oh, wait. <sighs> OK, so, oh, that, so the okay, two wait. were Sony ex- like Sony produced games on Metacritic and the three best. No, OK, so you want you want the two lowest. Yeah, two lowest uh, ones on Metacritic. Okay. Uh, um, and then, but hang on, which ones does he want? Only Japan? We can worry about that one after. I don't know a whole lot about Sony first party stuff, to be honest with you. I'm trying to think of what would be considered worse than Knack. And it, I guess it doesn't matter which era. Like, it doesn't have to be recent. Hmm. Rated lower. Okay, so he he only mentioned uh, Japan for the highest rated one. Okay, uh, but he he only gave the lowest rated Japan one as well. So he's only talking about Japan stuff for SCE Japan games. Oh, okay. I I don't think it changes much. From yeah, what yeah. I think you guys might guess. But uh. Why don't we go with highest first, just because that's the order of the answers. So what are the three highest rated SCE Japan first party Sony titles? Probably the original Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, that's easily like the right, highest. You gotta give me three. You gotta give me three. Oh, fuck. So Shadow of the Colossus is one of them, yeah. Okay. Highest rated Sony produced... I can't see. It's not Ape Escape. I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Uh huh. You're not gonna guess these two. Oh. Oh. You might guess one. You're definitely not gonna guess this third. But I. I don't think you're gonna get either. Of them. Can Can we get a hint? It's not something crazy like Vib Ribbon, is it? That's getting closer. Oh man. It's not that crazy, but like, like Parappa. Uh, nope. Paul, any guesses? No. No, do you want the answers? Do you can you give a hint or no? You can uh, say no. I can't think fine. of any hints okay. off the top of my head. Yeah, give us a, give us a system. Uh, okay. One is PS2. One is PSP. Oh PSP. fuck! Ooh. I've never even owned a PSP, so um, it's not Jean Dark, is it? No, that's a good game though. <laughs> and I'm surprised anyone remembers that game besides me. Um, but good on you. You get bo- you get bonus points in my heart. Hooray! I love that That's game. That, that game matters. was good. Uh, PSP games that were <clears throat> Sony exclusive. Probably one of the Kill Zones. I doubt it though. Nope. All right, one more guess each, and then I'm gonna give you the answers. Shot in the dark. 
I am literally looking at my PSP shelf and I cannot think of what it would be. That okay. was so Paul, do you have any guess? No, I don't. Okay, the PS2 one. So Shadow of Colossus is the first one with yeah, the 92. Of course. No, um, oh, sorry. The PS4 version had a 92. The PS2 one had a 91. Ico oh, was at 90. Of course. Oh, okay. And the PSP one at 86 was Patapon. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't think... I thought maybe you'd guess Ico, but you would not have guessed Patapon. <laughs> Um, okay, oh, now let's do the worst rated ranked ones. So there's two. <clears throat> oh my god. Somehow that's these, harder. These are the worst rated ones? The two, the ones that are ranked, the, the two games ranked lower than Knack on Metacritic. Once again, SCE Japan. Can you give us what Knack is rated? Um... Knack is currently sitting at a solid 54. Oh, shit. And he, he, put, he throws in, while Knack 2, fittingly, is at 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Lower than, like, 50, essentially. Jesus. Uh, I feel like there's, like, a, a game called, like, The Unit or something like that on Vita that's bad. Nope. I mean, maybe, but that's not on. That's not what he says. What are the two systems? For all I know, he could be lying. By the way, yeah, what are the two we systems? have not vetted any of these, any of this trivia. What are the systems? Are, oh, um, they are both PS3. Oh, hmm. Layer. Yeah, I thought of layer. It's not there. Is that first party though? Technically not, I guess, because it's Factor 5. Yeah, so oh. I, for a second I thought of Lair, but then I was like, I don't think it's first party. First party game made by Sony. I can't okay. think of it. So, like, okay, what came out? There was... <clears throat> there were the Heavenly Kill Zones. Sword. I don't think uh, Heavenly Sword was that bad. So, um, it's not Heavenly Sword. No, yeah. There were the, the Resistance games. Which I yeah, thought I after the first one were considered good. Even the first it's one I think resistance. was like middling. Yeah, okay. I don't think Folklore was them. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't remember. Was mm. Eye of Judgment? <laughs> yeah, that was Sony. You know what? I'm gonna it's guess. I, it's not I. Just okay, me. that's my guess. I don't know then. John, last guess. Uh, I can't think of what it would actually be. Okay, one of them is Kung Fu Rider. Oh, fucking oh. PlayStation Move game. Okay. Okay. And the other one is, and I don't know if this is the full title. This is what he has written down: PlayStation Move Ape Escape. Okay. I didn't that, even think of PlayStation Move games at no. all. That seems almost cheap. Like, I've, yeah, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, all right, one last short question. Okay. Yeah, debatable. Um, as a speedrunner and... Tasser. Tasser? Yeah. What is Tool Tasser? Tool speedrunner. Okay. As a speedrunner and Tasser myself, I always have to ask, what are your guys' favorite Tasses, oh, he says right here, to watch? Uh, then he gets into a whole bunch of what his favorite are. What are your guys' favorite tasks to watch? I don't like tasks runs at all. I can't stand them. 
So uh, my my buddy Tom, he's the old genius. He did a run of Family Feud where he <laughs> typed in the completely wrong answers and still got them anyways. Like he would type in like electric toothbrush and get CD player. Okay. And it's just incredible to watch. It's such a good watch. That's that's what I would recommend. Okay. I haven't watched any tool assist speed runs, uh, so I don't have anything to recommend, unfortunately. No. All right. Uh, John, why don't you take this next one from James? All right. Um, is it the, oh, that's the answers from James. Uh, since you talked about cheaters monopoly last week, I was wondering, would you be willing to play a cheaters Mario party? You could use your cheats to give yourselves more coins or stars, change the wind conditions, change the bonus stars, change what spaces do or whatever else you could think of. However, if you are found out to be cheating, you have to handcuff yourself to your switch. You can't remove the cuffs until, unless someone else gets caught cheating. That's totally I fine. I p- play in uh, mobile mode all the time. Handcuff me to it. <laughs> I really feel like I don't think we need to make Mario Party any more frustrating than it already is. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought this was a, a decent idea because like, I'll do anything to get Mario Party t- to be not Mario Party. Um, the one downside, though, is it means while I'm playing with my friends or whatever, I'm like sp- sp- using so much energy staring at like people's like coin and star counts that I am now extremely invested in a Mario Party game. I don't, I don't know if I want to like put that amount of attention into Mario Party. Oh man, the greatest ruse got Sean to care about Mario Party too much. Yep, <clears throat> could be okay, uh, I guess. Paul, you have this next one. The Bakesler asks, with the Switch being out for almost a year now, have. Have each of you found yourselves playing in handheld, tabletop, or TV mode the most often? TV mode. Mine is handheld. Yeah, handheld. But I'd say it's probably like one-third, two-thirds, so it's not crazy difference. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. All right, next one comes in from Deku Hayes. Would you mind telling us about your daily routine? How is your average day week for the three of you? I'm asking because I wonder sometimes, how do you play so many games while doing work and errands? I need to get a clue on how to play more video games. Well, I'm going to give you a pro tip. My job is playing video games, so it makes it very easy. Whoa, secret strats. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to write that one down. I got to remember that one. Yeah. John, what about you? Um... I don't know how I do it so much. Like, I'm surprised people think I play a ton. I didn't think I because there's always I'm always thinking like, man, I, I have not played enough I think of with this you, like, Sean, for the podcast. You play a lot of mobile games on like your commute. And that, yeah, I think that's I, what that makes is, it feel like you play so many. That is definitely uh, that's definitely my secret strat is your phone has access to so many games. So many games right there. Um, But even sure. then, I, I, I am constantly thinking like, oh, crap, I don't have anything to talk about this week. Yeah. Oh. Should I, should I start a new game that's and that's the worst it's like well, i don't want to just like start up a game while i'm in the middle of like two other games like now is a good example is i'm playing a bunch of like kind of long form games and it's like i don't want to just like start up a random mobile game to have something new to talk about so that, that that's a bit of anxiety i just have, always have to deal with mm-hmm. but yeah m- m- uh, the commute is good for the phone and the switch now you know if i could ever get a seat yeah it's good on the commute yep um and actually, the Switch and my 3DS were really helpful um, when I would ever go to, like, my girlfriend's place because, uh, you know, I'm not going to haul my Xbox there for just, you know, just the evening or whatever. 
Sure. Like, hey, can I borrow your TV and then ignore you? <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. But it's a lot easier. If, you know, I'm just sitting on the couch with my 3DS or something. So that was good, too. Sure. What about you, Paul? Uh, I play. Sounds like you don't sleep a lot. I don't. I have insomnia. <laughs> the and other I pro have. tip. I that's get the two other to, pro yeah. tip. I get two to four hours of sleep every night. That's insane. Um, that sounds miserable. Yeah, it's bad. It's like medication doesn't help either. It's shitty. Um, I play games on mobile, like on the way to work and during my break and stuff like that. If there's something compelling, I'll come home and I'll play Switch on the couch while hanging out and watching a movie in the background. Or I'll play PC for a few hours or I'll play plays like I just play games. There's no secret to it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say definitely console or or computer are the hardest ones for me to play a lot of time with. Sure. Cuz cuz I have to really kind of just be invested in that one activity or or if like I do have a friend over or a, or my girlfriend over, it's kind of like, "Hey, you got to kind of do your own thing." But a lot of times it's like, "But I want to watch a movie with you or you know, let's keep watching the show we're watching." So that 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 one's kind of difficult. I also do it to like de-stress and kind of like escape into them too. So it's actually the way I like chill like you know okay. some yeah, people sure. will come home they'll like turn on the tv and crack a beer open or whatever the like cliche is and you'll just crack some skulls open mm-hmm. in call of duty yep. hell Pwned. yeah i will pwn them exactly yeah gamer nice. fuel g fuel nice <laughs> which i'm surprised we didn't have that in the news um they get mm. in trouble they're getting sued really <laughs> yeah oh the dude uh, you didn't know about this they found no, lead in, in g fuel <laughs> oh god <laughs> I think I drank some of those ones. I'm getting sued. Do you guys remember Gamer Grub? Yeah. yeah. I, I had some of that too. I remember bringing it back from the States one time. Oh, that's actually just cancer that you ate. Yeah. I brought. I remember bringing some to the store and I shared some with Nathan. I don't know if I shared some with you, John, but I definitely had some with Nathan. Um, a bonus question from Deku Hayes. Sean, do you still play Quidditch? In which team do you play? My girlfriend was a player here in Mexico, and we always wonder about that side of your life, Sean. Yeah, I still play Quidditch. Uh, my team is called the Dobbies. We're terrible, um, but, you know, it keeps me active. So I play that every week. Uh, John, you have this last question. Last question from Andrew. A friend is cursing you. From here forward, you can only play a single chapter or part or level of a game for the next month. What do you choose? And as an aside, for revenge, you pass the curse on and pick a chapter part level to force them to play. What do you pick? Side note, would you change the punishment if you were both stuck playing it? Hmm. So what is a side note? Yes, I would change the punishment. Yeah, because if I'm stuck playing with it, I would make it like a co-op thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, this has kind of been my life since Monster Hunter came out. It's just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's not just one game. It's one section. It's one section. So I that mean, would be like okay. a hunt in a Monster Hunter game. Yeah, you've obviously never played Monster Hunter if you don't think you hunt the same monster for like six hours straight. Sure. Okay. Um. No, okay. What the hell would I choose to like play for a full month? Okay, I'd probably just not um, play games for that month. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you. Well, 
Well, why don't you like play along with us and and yeah. be part of the bit? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um. Um. I was gonna say, what about like um, one world like a uh, New Donk City got for it. Mario? I've got it. Rock okay. band endless playlist. <laughs> oh man, End- endless playlist. Yeah. Okay. That means you can never pick the song, but it will be randomized to an extent. Yeah, I'm okay with yeah. that. Okay. Man, that's a good one. Yeah, that's pretty good. I still like my like one one kingdom from Mario Odyssey. And just kind of try and get everything there. Whatever the biggest one is, which is probably New Donk City. Maybe the maybe maybe the final, not the final one, but like the I don't want to say what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's spoilers. <clears throat> okay, you're not playing this for like a month straight though, right? Like you're not playing the set list for 30 days. You can choose when you play it. Yeah, I mean that's why I'd John assume, was like, yeah. I'm just not gonna play video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll I'll use this as a chance to practice something else I want to do. <laughs> How about Burnout Paradise? You can only play inside of Paradise City. <laughs> that's that's the stage. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Someone says, "What if it's only one song in Rock Band you can play though?" Oof. Yeah, that'd be rough. Yeah, that would be that, pretty bad. That would be pretty. Uh, well, rough. then it could be like something really like super long and hard, like maybe that Dream Theater song that was in Rock Band two or three. Yeah, or like a Bohemian Rhapsody or something. What if it's just through the fire and flames? Oh, yeah, that's the only just, song you're allowed to my listen fingers to are just falling off already. <laughs> it's oh Freebird, but somehow beautiful. longer is a great suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> Freebird 2, yeah. even freer. Freebird totally sucks because like the hard parts at the end. So, yeah. yeah, it's so easy to play and it takes like four minutes to get to like any any kind of challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm beating what was that Guitar Hero Two? Beating that on like expert was so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now you're passing the curse back. You're getting revenge. What do you make someone do? Hmm. Okay. Uh, Clinger Winger and Battletoads. Oh fuck! Or Rat Race. <laughs> I I'm, I'm also saying race. that because it's really fresh in my mind because I played it yesterday. Okay. Just like, I don't know, what's which uh, world is the first underwater world in Mario one? <laughs> what stage is that? I think it's like two, <laughs> two, two, three. Something like that. Yeah, just that one. They can only play that one. Okay. Um, that, would be, that would be pretty bad. Maybe a single shrine from Breath of the Wild. Maybe the kid stage from Super Meat Boy. Oh, ooh, okay. yeah. You'd get real good at that game, though, or that stage. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is when you pick something that's just like like a platforming stage length, you'll get real good at it. But like there's only so much you can do before it's like, yeah, I know everything in this stage. Now I have to and do I it again. It at, like after four hours, it's like yeah. I have been to every pixel on this screen because I can. But there is nothing else for me to unlock here. And this is my hell. I mean, the real answer is running up the scaffolding thing outside of Anne Orlando while the archers shoot you in Dark Souls forever. Just like an endless runner, but you're always being shot at for a month. Oh, man. How about um, 
kind of similar to what you were saying. How about uh, the ladder boss in Metal Gear Solid 3? <laughs> just a ladder <laughs> that goes on forever. Yeah. And that song just starts up again. So you get like a little bit of motivation each time you're like, yeah, that's you're right, Snake Eater. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> stop, Snake Eater. Stop. <laughs> Had enough Snake Eater. Someone says we fit pushups. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a really good. And yeah, just like the only video game you can play is push up challenge. Here you go. <laughs> that's that's a pretty rough one for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, if we had to do it with them, what would you pick? I don't know, maybe Tetris. Yeah, you know you're, what? You're just both going to play Tetris with the one controller? Wait, what? I think, I think it's more <laughs> so like you can have, you can both have copies of the same <clears throat> game, so you just be playing Tetris, but you can't play it like multiplayer. You have to play it single player side by side. I Okay, uh, sure. I can see that then, yep. At this point, I'd probably just be like, I don't know, Dragon Ball Fighters. Like, we'll just fight each other for a month. A fight forever. Yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters, but you can only play the story mode. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That would suck. I think that would be kind of cool if for the whole month, like, you can damage each other's characters, but, like, none of them can actually get knocked out until that month is over. (laughs) Then it's like the next hit wins, essentially. It's like, yeah, it's like you're playing like a uh, like a Smash Bros match with 99 lives. Right. You've been fighting for like six hours and you finally get down into like the single digits. Like then it is on. But the lives are hidden so you can keep track of how many like are left. That's kind of what I'm getting at where you're fighting each other for a month, but you don't know when that like 30 day period started. So this might be the fight that like actually wins it finally. True. Someone says Dragon Ball, but with online leg. Yeah, what if there's just leg in your match for that month? I would just not play it. That would suck. <laughs> Go get a hobby. You'll be great. <clears throat> yeah. I would make them play. This is this is the revenge one again. Um, any online fight match in Turok for the Xbox 360. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all right. That one was so, all on you and Nathan for doing going through that. By the way, <laughs> I don't think Nathan was a part of that. I think I, he I was. Played, I don't know. Was he? I remember. I remember being alone for a lot of that. I don't know why I did that. You, you're, when you're a kid, you have a lot of free time, and the way you spend it is not always the best. Boy, tell me about it. Um, all right. Uh, Paul, if people want to send questions in, what can they do? Write uh, in at topdownperspective at gmail.com. Go to Twitter, TDP Podcast, facebook.com slash topdownperspective. Write into John's P.O. Box. And join the Discord and hang out in there and throw a question out there, I guess. Yeah, those are all great. Yeah. What's your guys' game of the week? Monster Hunter. Fighters, but not the story mode. I I only played the story mode of Fighters, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I just like playing Fighters, so yeah. I'm going to give it to Fighters as well. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, quick update is the Dream Daddy podcast is live if you haven't listened to it yet. Uh, you can only do so if you're a Patreon backer, but we did put that out the same time as last week's episode. Um, so if you if you don't have notifications set for whatever reason or you don't get an email, uh, you can find it out on our Patreon and you can add the URL to your any podcast app and it'll subscribe you and you'll just have them pop up in your podcast app when we put up a new TDP plus episode each month. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's about that's all I got to say. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Bye everybody. Bye.